Hello, everybody. Welcome back to JK Productions, back here in the FAU studio for those watching over on my YouTube channel. Thank you all for tuning in today. Got my boy Ryan on the show today. Ryan, it's good to be recording with you again. It's been a while since we've seen each other, got to talk. How you been doing? I'm good to be back, man. Good to be back. I'm all right. I'm doing better. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't have much to cheer for right now, but Celtics and six. Yeah, I, I have I have a little bit to cheer for, and uh, it's been hard to cheer for them. Because uh, they, the, the Warriors, of course, who are speaking of, uh, Warriors have gotten a little bit of manhandled, I guess, putting it bluntly, the last few games. And that's something we'll get into here very soon uh, against uh, the really good Boston Celtics defense, which is very physical. They got a bit better size advantage against uh, the Warriors. Um, so that's something we'll get into today. Uh, for those of you listening on my Spotify, also JK Productions, thank you all for tuning in. We're here in the FAU studio, but we're not using these mics. We're not going live. It's the summer. We're at FAU. How many people are really listening to FAU Out Radio? Let's be real. Also, everything there is off, and that would have taken a process to turn it back on, so I'm good. Uh, today's show, obviously, we're talking about Game 4, NBA Finals. Celtics are currently up 2-1 on the Golden State Warriors. We're going to start off with that. Talk about how we think the series is going to go as a whole. I'm sure we disagree. Mm -hmm. um, am I biased? Yes. Yes. Am I biased? Yes. <laughs> Deal with it. Um, then we're going to talk about the NBA offseason because the NBA season could end at any point. Like if, if, if the Celtics do go on to win these next two games and take it in five, who knows by the time we next time we talk, the next offseason could be Dude. already here so we're going to talk about a little bit what we talked about last week those who watched the show with uh main and last week where we talked about the heat we're going to talk about that a little bit more as well as a few other big names who could potentially be on the move in the off season and then at the end we're going to go with a little bit of nfl start bench cut ryan has no idea who i'm going to throw at him so that'll be interesting i am i am and to be fair i just put this list together all of 10 minutes ago so I'm not completely set on who I would pick out of these guys, but yeah, interesting to see what you say with those. But first, first, we got to get into the NBA Finals. And the Golden State Warriors are down 2 1 with the game tonight back in Boston at uh, nine o'clock. The Warriors look to even the series, and the Boston Celtics look to take a 3 1 advantage. Uh, Ryan, what have you seen so far in these first three games that have led Boston to be so dominant against this Warriors team? Well, first of all, there's a lot on the line in this series for both teams. Um, the Celtics are looking to capture their 18th championship if we put them ahead of the Lakers by one. And for the Warriors, Curry is literally trying to show people that the narrative is wrong. He can be the show up, show out type of guy and actually lead his team, probably get an NBA Finals MVP, which he does not have yet. It was always somebody else. First time it was Iggy got it. Mm -hmm. Other two times, KD got it. So it's like, does Curry really show up in the finals? Eh. So we get to see a lot in this series, but so far it's been very well contested. Uh, game one, the Warriors played three quarters of basketball. Yeah. The Celtics played four. Uh, got outscored by a landslide. I'm, yeah. I'm, that game really showed me that the Celtics aren't here to play around. They want to win. They know that they know what's at stake. Jason Tatum wants his superstar status to rise. Uh, Jalen Brown wants his superstar status to rise. Marcus Smart wants his respect. I won't like no. <laughs> no, no. no. I don't want you playing to be a Celtics fan now. Even though you no, no, and I'm not a fan. I just I know most too. people, I know most people are rooting for the Celtics right now. Like Draymond Green is Draymond Green. He's a little unlikable. Uh the Warriors, they've had their winning. 
this would be the first chance for this young Celtics group. You know, mm -hmm. they were talking about can Tatum and Brown work together, and so far they have, to be yeah, fair to them. So. For a long time. They might as well just stay together their whole careers, honestly. But, you know, there's always that little pair. They have their breakup. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think, yeah, I think the biggest – I think the biggest thing that has been helping the Celtics is their size mismatch. Mm -hmm. They're big. Yeah. Kevin Looney, who's the biggest guy on the court for the Warriors, not even cracking seven foot, six foot 10. Yeah. Draymond Green, who is sometimes the impact to center also ball handler. So he's a point forward for the Warriors mm -hmm. and Curry's Curry's gotten better on defense. A lot better. It got a lot better on defense. Like I've seen a lot of clips of him locking some, some, some people off the Celtics and he's done a lot better on that. Jordan Poole is a cone. Clay Thompson is is good on defense. He, yeah, he's definitely not, not, not as good as he once was, but also he's coming off of Achilles injury, mm -hmm. and ACL injury. That's why, though. That's why I, I'm giving it to yeah. the injury. It's not that he's gotten worse. It's an injury. Yeah, Wiggins is a, Wiggins is a really good defender, but this, the Celtics' ability to be hitting shots like last game, we had all the three of Smart, Tatum, Brown all getting above twenty, mm -hmm. and like you said with Curry, Curry is taking over. It is. And, and part of that, part of that is, I think, like you alluded to, to kind of prove people wrong. He has been doubted at times for his ability to step up in the NBA finals. But a lot of it also is he's not getting the help around him that he once was getting. Clay Thompson has been pretty consistent, had a good game three. It didn't lead to them winning, but he played better in that game than he did the, the first two games. Uh, Wiggins, Wiggins going to get you between 15 and 18 a night. Usually Jordan Poole is is a man of two games. Like you'll get you'll get half court shot Jordan Poole and try and impress the, the, the chicks court side Jordan Poole. And then you'll get like five or six points, Jordan Poole. Um, who would have thought that the the Warriors are really missing James Wiseman right now? They are. They are. They're getting out rebounded, they're getting outplayed in the pain. What is it? What did they get out rebounded by in that last game? Who was it? They nearly the Celtics nearly had as many offensive rebounds as the Warriors did total rebounds. The Warriors total rebounds uh in game four was 31 compared to the Celtics 47, which is absolutely absurd. We like that's that's been what's been winning the NBA finals, or not the NBA finals, been winning these playoff matches is the size mismatches and the defense of mismatches. That's what's got the heat and the Celtics was Eastern Eastern Conference Finals. Mm -hmm. Um, on the Western Conference side, it hasn't necessarily been the same. Luka kind of took over for Dallas. But the Warriors have been more known as a defensive team recently and more defensive than some of the other teams in the West. And now they're coming up against even better defense with the Celtics. That has really been a struggle for them. I'm glad you said that, though, because they're, the Celtics are winning because of something I thought would be the case in the Memphis series. Winning on the boards, winning in the paint. The second chance points are 22 for the Celtics, 11 Warriors. Point paints, paint points, 52 <laughs> to 26. Things like that are the things that are going to get you in one against the Warriors, as we talked about several times. The Celtics are doing it, which is why they're up and they're going to win the series. I'm sorry. It's, it's, I have to break it to you now so you're not so disappointed in a few days. You know. When, <laughs> when so, so, la so last round when the Heat were still alive, very early on in this series, you could tell the Celtics were better. The Heat, oh, yeah. the Heat would have better third quarters than the Celtics, but even game one, when the Celtics were coming off of game seven, the, the Heat were coming off of multiple days rest. The Celtics played better in the first half, yeah. and then the Heat so, played better in the second half. And then the rest of that series, I said last week that the, the Heat are a good team, but 
but the Celtics played better and mainly pushed back on that for me last week. But I still stand by that the Celtics were a better team. Mm-hmm. The Celtics were able to hit shots that the Heat weren't. They matched us equally on defense. Uh, coaching, there wasn't a mismatch like we've seen a lot with the Heat. Eric Spolster has been a great coach. Yeah. Um, but with the Heat, I held on to hope all the way to the all the way to game at the end of game five. Game five is when I gave up hope on the Heat. I gave up, yes. Game six, I was like, I accepted defeat. I thought we were done, but like, you know, whatever happens, happens. We won game seven. I'm like, look, I already accepted defeat. If we win, we win. If we lose, we lose. Yeah. Uh, I was trying to tell my boy Donovan that he was not feeling it. He was, was I was, I, I sat game seven. I sat practically still throughout the entirety of the game. Just I mean, watching. just watching. I mean, I got hype a few moments, but I, I try to keep neutral. Because I was like, look, Jacob, you already accepted defeat because this team is better. Now, <laughs> in the NBA finals, I haven't accepted that yet. I haven't accepted that the Celtics probably are better. And something Nick Wright pointed out was if you look at the Celtics, the, let's see, if you put together the, the, the top 10 players of both teams, Steph's number one. I think that's undeniable. Steph's one. You got Tatum, you got Brown, you got Horford. And then we can d- debate between Marcus Smart and Clay Thompson, but, but over the course of the playoffs, it's been Marcus Smart. So that's one out of the top five going to the Warriors. And saying. then you hit Clay. I can't wait for game six all the time to get a good performance from somebody. I feel like that's, that's what people expect from Clay. Like, oh, game six. We might not get there. That's the problem. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? If it is a real possibility. There, there is no game six. Clay's going to get there. I'm still holding on to, I think it's going to be Warriors in seven. Six. You, oh, you said Warriors in six? Wow, perfect. I'll take it. He knows I'm in Boston. I don't know. Why I, I, hey, no, no, that's the sound. That's the sound bite we're rolling with. I'll edit out you saying Celtics, so we can get an agreement there. Um, you don't have it, uh, the footage, sir. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Um, the so the Warriors. The one thing the Warriors can rely on that they will consistently have is the experience. For sure, they've got a whole lot of experience in a whole lot of different areas they've came they've come back we saw them in the series against the thunder western conference finals 2016 they came back from a three to one deficit of course they then blew that three one deficit against the the cavaliers the next round so they have the experience of being dominant they have the experience of coming back they've been in this game for what now 10 years really like 2012 2012 was the first time we got a little a little sniff of what the warriors could be all the heat were doing their thing. Right. And then they slowly started to build up. And then the Heatles break up. 2016, 17, 18 is dynasty time. They are they're doing it. And that they, they that, that they still have. Mm-hmm. They still have the Just core older. of that team. It's older. Older, yes. Mm-hmm. But it hasn't like Clay obviously had the injuries, mm-hmm. but they still have they still have Steph playing. They have Clay playing. They got Draymond podcasting. They got <laughs> Yeah, he's podcasting all right. <laughs> I mean, I'm obviously so being a Warriors fan, it is, of course, a little biased, but I don't mind seeing him podcast. I I actually that's I think that's really cool that you can get the insight. I mean, it's Draymond Green. So that's it's if if, if Steph was doing it, I don't think he will be as much pitch pitchforks in hand, like ready to to clown them all. You're giving us two points. Yeah. I think that's the wrong P. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, he's very he's very entertaining. Draymond is like he's been on he's been on the TNT crew with them before. He goes toe to toe with Shaq with he Chuck. Knows he knows basketball and he can talk and he can he can stand his ground. And he's very entertaining. Yeah. Unfortunately, that doesn't equate to good finals appearances. Yeah, I think he should have definitely took a little 
little vacation from the podcast for a little while to focus up. I mean, we were talking about we were talking about before the episode. If he scores zero points, I really don't care. I really don't care. He's what this? Yeah, that's not what he does. He's the sixth or seventh best scorer on the team. Mm-hmm. Like he's you're not you're looking to Gary Payton June uh, the second to get buckets before you're looking to. He's not doing that either, by the way. He's not, but like I, but that's the that's the point of how low down the pole, the tone pole that Draymond Green is at in terms of scoring right. this offense. If he can if he can lock somebody up on the other end. Which I don't know if lockups right word right word. I think I think kicking in the head is the better word. He's not locking up anything right now. Yeah, yeah. In fact, the Celtics are. This is the stat actually. Mm. Get ready. So Draymond would be one of the best, if not the best, defender on the Warriors. Yes or no? Yes. Okay. Do you think that's the case in this series? No, I don't. I mean, this is weird, but I'd argue Steph Curry's been the best defender for the Warriors in this series. Indeed. So that takes me back. The Celtics are actually 49% from the field. Anybody when being guarded by Draymond. He's free buckets right now. So that's pretty bad. I need I need that to continue. So my prediction can stay in place. Celtics and six. And yours can go wrong. That's yeah. all I want. <laughs> Tatum, Tatum is such a difficult player to guard and that's oh, who yeah. that's who he's supposed to be on so he's he's not getting he's not getting sauced up by you know marcus oh, smart Jalen brown is too but Jalen clay's been more on on brown and dre's been more on tatum 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 can beat you with a lot yeah and we sometimes see him not choose to do so which is just so incredibly weird to me that you have all these skill sets you're six foot nine you you got you're quick, you're athletic, you're twitchy, like you got all these things. You can good shoot good handles. And we saw in game one, he only had 11 points. They obviously still end up winning, but sometimes we don't see Tatum really take advantage of his ability. Cause like we saw, we saw asking, he took it to the rim a lot. Something that the, the commentating crew was saying a lot that he wasn't looking for the contact. He wasn't, he wasn't looking to get fouled. He wasn't thinking about that. He was just taking it. If, if Tatum plays like that, consistent, that aggressive, which we haven't seen him be doing that consistently, but if he does that, yeah, it's probably going to be Celtics and six. Everything they've been telling them these past couple days, keep doing that, attack, and this is the series is yours. But do you think they haven't been telling them that these past five years? They, I feel like they, have, I feel like they knew that he could. They said, we know you're, you have the ability to do these things. That's why he's been putting in the work, getting better every single year. To be honest, this the Jason Tatum we're seeing right now is not the same one we've been seeing. He's been progressing every single year. It's not the same moves. It's not from the same spots. He's expanding his game a lot. It is. In I mean, areas. it's he can he can hit pretty much any shot he wants to. He he's becoming a little, not exactly the same, but he's becoming like a little shorter Kevin Durant. Yeah, yeah. That is his, that is his best comparison because mm-hmm. Kevin Durant to me best scorer NBA history because yeah. they got that thing where they can they can get that shot off really high yeah. up and they can shoot over basically I mean KD's is seven foot seven one Tatum is he's with shoes okay with shoes where hey well the fact that he was originally listed at six nine and then when he first came to the league no no it was a lie because he was afraid. Seven foot. That's the lie. <laughs> he, well, he, I think I think he might be seven foot. It's like one of those things, like you know, what, what what you say on Tinder oh. is a little. <laughs> I, mean, I don't gotta do that. 
on a good day. Y'all know I ain't got it. I'm six okay. six, and I'm like, hey, that's the number one thing I put right there. Well, Y'all ain't got to worry day, about. On a good day, he's seven foot. On a good day, he's seven foot, and that seven feet yeah. is enough to get his shots over anybody. Literally every defender. Nobody like, is Chet Holmgren going to come into the league and guard Kevin Durant because yeah. if he's a good defender, he's the first guy because he's the same height as him. Mm-hmm. He's got a similar body. If he can be a good defender, which I don't think he is, that's the only person that's going to that's going to be. Oh yeah, I love the memes. It's like whatever you're giving Zion, whatever Zion orders, give to him to eat. To eat. Yeah, but Tatum, Tatum, he reminds you of that because he can drive left, he can drive right, he can pull left, he can pull right, he can pull off the dribble, he can he can spot up. Like he can create every shot in in his back. He got, he got everything in his back really on the offensive end. Yeah, but he doesn't showcase it. Like, if you gave his talents to Jaden Brown, I think uh, Jalen Brown is, is most certainly a very talented player. Yeah, he, but he's he's, he's way more aggressive. For sure, yeah. He'll drive to the paint. And that aggressiveness Lord, is what's brought him to be a star. If you if you put those two together, oh, my gosh. That's a fantastic player. That's the thing. That's why I feel like they can't separate. They need to stay together for that for that exact reason. They even they stated that they were going to get the title together. They're going to do it. This if. No, they're doing it this year. I'm sorry. I was going to say, if not this year, but I'd be going against my own prediction. So they're going to get one this year, and it could be more. It could be more. The only thing that holds the, the Boston Celtics offense back is their lack of a point guard. They don't – they okay. have – everybody on the yeah. team can facilitate. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not saying – like, it's like Tatum, I believe, has seven or eight assists last game. And all, all of the – play like, Marcus Smart oh, – yeah, nice. Nine, even better. Like Marcus Smart can be seen as a point guard, but he's a two. He he's a he's a he he's a two way guard. Two. He's he's become he's become an incredible shooter. Like I don't do you remember when he was at Oklahoma State? I didn't see any of that. Couldn't shoot a lick. Came into the league like a D minus three point. Yeah, he's shooting now. He's, he's shooting a nice well. shooter now. But he's not a point guard. No. He is a shooting guard. He's a, he's a he's a he's a shorter shooting guard who plays great defense and can shoot and create his own shot. They don't have a point guard, though. That's undeniable. They don't have a facilitator, a, a distinct facilitator like the Warriors do. That's not always a problem when you have the extra talent around them. It's not. I'm not saying it's always a problem, but it's something that can be a problem. Mm-hmm. Not for this team. No, no, not for this one. Certain, so far, no. So far, no. But it is something that they've never really had. a Like, Kemba Walker came in and didn't really light it up like they wanted him That's to. That's your point the Celtics had was wrong yeah i'm not even asking for a pure point because steph steph's a point guard obviously he's more of a but he's more of a score first point guard but mm-hmm. pa- the passing patterns that the warriors have is a point guard unto themselves like right. they they're they're passing patterns that they play together for so long that core that the point guard is the team like they they all play point guard in a way right. the celtics team first year head coach uh, the core is mostly played together. Al Horford is his second stint with the team. Marcus Smart, Brown, Tatum all came to the league at a very similar time. So they played together for a while. But they don't really have a facilitator that – like we see in the third quarters. They struggle They struggle to come out in the third quarters and come Boston? out at halftime. Yeah. yeah. They have been. And that is something that I could be chalked up to the lack of a point guard. But they're fourth. Fourth quarter is more about leadership, though, I feel. Al's that good, that good solid leader for them. Let everybody know to stay calm. We know who the Warriors are. This is what we have to do. Boom, boom, boom. Even Marcus Smart, he's like, we're not playing the Heat. This is not the Heat. We can't play yeah. the way we've been playing. 
I like Peyton Pritchard though, since it's on my point guard. He, he's not gonna be the starter, of course, but he, he could he could be one somewhere else. If that's the case, or he's in the future. he's a good piece off the bench. Mm-hmm. He's a good yeah. piece off the bench. I I love I love me some University of Oregon. I I love like he was part of him and Dylan Brooks were a big part of University of Oregon's yeah. Final Four run. Hey, I know you I know you like that. I know you. You don't like Dylan Brooks anymore? Come he makes on. Me so mad, man. He makes me so mad. But you but you're expecting because you see him ball out. You see yeah. him get thirty points. And you mm-hmm. expect that of him regularly. That's not Dylan Brooks. No. That's not Dylan Brooks. Not at all. He wasn't that at Oregon. Now he was he was player of the tournament with mm-hmm. Oregon when they made the Final Four run. Yeah, he he'll he'll be streaky. He's not he's, a, he's not he's a night in night out. Still to this day, he, his air balls kill me because we'll we'll be good transitions, a couple stops on D. We'll come down court, give Dylan Brooks a little air ball. Yeah, I, I don't even want to watch after that. Yeah, I got to change the channel. But when, but the 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 two guard play of Peyton Pritchard and uh and your boy that got that got that got into the Final Four. So Peyton yeah. Pritchard, he's he can hit shots. He's a man. He can, he can hit shot. He's not okay. He he's not now. You're getting at most. His, you know what I mean? You're you're getting handle. You're getting at most thirteen points for Peyton Pritchard. Oh yeah, no, I didn't say he's gonna give him thirty. It's just when he comes off that bench and he gets in the game, he gets into the game. He doesn't he doesn't care what the score is. He's gonna get his shot off the way he wants to shoot it and take the repercussions if he misses. Yeah, yeah but who is he guarding? No, nobody really. He's not gonna play that much of. He's the. He is the smallest dude. Small. He's a. He's small foot. He he's the smallest dude on every NBA court he steps on. Okay. Like there's not. We we've kind of seen the six foot point guard die off. Like remember at one point we had Isaiah Thomas. Mm -hmm. We had Kemba Walker. Chris Paul's like Chris Paul's like at six. No, no, hey, I was going through a list, my friend. I, there was, there was a few people in there, but Nate Robinson, Chris Paul is kind of coming towards the end of his career. He's kind of separating himself from that group because he is an all-time great. But like, even there was, there was multiple dudes that were below six foot that were balling in like the early 2010s, late 2000s, and you don't see that a lot. So Peyton Pritchard is one of those few guys that is really undersized, but it's because you can expose him so easily on defense. The real, it's a dying breed. It is. They, they can it be is. special though, as you can see. Those players can be special ones on the court. Yeah. So let's let's bring it back. Let's bring it back yeah, to the yeah, series. Exactly. Who who's biggest for the Warriors tonight? You're you're playing in Boston. You're in hostile crowd. That's something that Boston is known for across all their sports. That they got the hostile crowd. I mean, I'm not going to say what they were saying to Draymond here on the show. Oh, no, we're not going to say that. Uh, family friendly here. If any sponsors are out there. Um, but who's yeah, we I'm doing this for free, guys. <laughs> um, who who is biggest for this Warriors team coming into game four? Hostile opposing crowd, they've been really struggling as of late and easily could be down in this series 3 1 if things go wrong. Who's most important for them tonight? Okay, for one, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna start off with this. I think the Warriors do win tonight. I'll, I'll give you that one, they're gonna win. But Draymond is going to have to be the one that steps up. Okay. I say that because he's played terrible out of – in two of the three games, he's played terrible. I'm, I'm going to be honest with you. Um, if Dre can light that fire up underneath himself, because as, as he's been saying, he's been playing like trash, garbage, soft. And he has. He's been getting bullied. Mm-hmm. He's been getting pushed around the plane by um, Robert Williams in particular. Robert Williams has been – 
punishing him. I love Robert Williams. Yeah, yeah, snatching rebounds. Right oh out yeah, of his hands. but it's him. It's Draymond. If he can light this fire that everybody knows he has, he can get back aggressive, setting his screens, orchestrating, dishing his dimes, getting the bucket every now and again. It's gonna be a different game. But if he's playing how he's been playing, blowing layups, yeah, getting thrown out the paint by Robert Williams. Yeah. Shoot, he getting thrown out the paint by Grant Williams. <laughs> you know what I mean? No, I got to like, stop it. Stop no, it. No, I, I, just, I watched that. <laughs> he was getting thrown out the paint by Grant Williams. But um, if he can have the game and be Draymond that you know, man, yeah. you know from all the finals that you all have been to, yeah. then the Warriors are going to win. But I, I predict it happening, though. So. Yeah, for me, I mean – you're obviously going to get yours from Curry. Mm-hmm. So sure. I'm not going to include Curry. I, I It's between, obviously, for me, Clay and Dre for different reasons. Clay, if you get the same Clay you got last game, hey, go ahead and do that again, brother. Yeah, like, you just can, get your 28, fine. get your 28, and we're good. Draymond, though, I think I am going to have to agree to you because of the what he brings to the game. Mm-hmm. Even though he doesn't bring it on the offensive end in terms of scoring. I don't really expect it, though. I want yeah. it. If he – I want, I want, I want everyone to hear this. If he hits one three pointer, you're getting a different Draymond. Because Dray, Draymond, after hitting a three pointer, yeah, is the most energetic guy in the world. After hitting a single three pointer, his reaction to hitting one three pointer. Flexing all you. If he comes out, let's say Warriors have that third quarter. We, we know the Warriors are probably going to have a good third quarter tonight because mm-hmm. that's what we've seen throughout the series. We saw also the Celtics give that up to Miami, so we can expect that. Three minutes into the third, Dre hits a three-pointer. Celtics call timeout. He's he is staring down the crowd, he's and hopefully, him hopefully he's it's letting an, he's letting him hear. And he's hopefully it's in a situation him. where the Warriors have the lead. If he can just hit one three-pointer, not miss the layups, and, and keep that intensity without getting texts and without fouling out, mm-hmm. Draymond can be the big big difference maker. That's the problem when he gets riled up like that. That's when you got to tell Draymond, all right. That's not too much now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's hard to yeah, tell. Yeah, it's hard to tell much. him. It's hard to tell him to stop though, because yeah. he is the fire. Yeah. And also, he's Draymond. That's mm-hmm. Dennis Rodman. How are you gonna tell Dennis Rodman to not be Dennis Rodman? Okay. How are you gonna tell all those guys in the, those Pistons teams? The bad boys. How are you gonna tell Bill Lambeer to not be with Bill Lambeer? He can't. He's one of those people. Even Rasheed Wallace, both both Pistons championship years. Mm-hmm. How are you going to tell the, the big men they had to not be them? That's what made them great. Mm-hmm. They weren't these offensive powerhouses. They were enforcers. And that's what Draymond was talking in the press conference mm-hmm. that, like, look, if Bill Lambeer is throwing out around elbows being tough, y'all give him credit for it. That's what made him him. He's going to get a fine, but made him, I made him him. That's what I'm doing. It's basically what he's it's saying. It's because it's him. That's it's because it's him. It's yeah. It's because he's good. It's, 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 well, not, I shouldn't say he. It's because the team is good. All right, there you go. Yeah, he, he, okay. <laughs> Can we, he's a Hall of Famer. Oh, yeah. Well, hear me out. Do you think he is on any other team? Just say yes or no. Just say yes or no. That, that's such an open-ended question, though. Because what team are we talking? We're not are we talking. Any other team. <laughs> I mean, we're not talking trash teams like Memphis here. <laughs> all right that's all folks that's all for the show we're not okay we're not we're not talking if we're talking about like if he's on the timberwolves or if he's on you know the kings the no Knicks. Draymond's not a hall of famer if he gets drafted by the Knicks. no but there's you can make that argument about a bunch of dudes if they weren't blessed to be in the positions they were in who's been as blessed as Draymond? um dennis robin his his his, his era, counterpart in this era i'm sorry 
I mean, but if you're going to ask it. There's only going to be one every era as blessed as that, to be able to be that type of focal piece on that type of team. Um, I don't, I, I don't know for this era, just off the top of my head, but Dennis Rodman definitely, because Dennis Rodman never really played in his prime for a bad franchise. He started with the Pistons, mm-hmm. then he went to the Bulls, then he went to the Spurs. Mm-hmm. Didn't win anything with the Spurs, but he was always part of a winning team. Won the championship with the Pistons, won championships with the Bulls, mm-hmm. went to the Spurs. And his play style really helped those teams advance. If right. the Bulls don't have a Dennis Rodman, they aren't as feared. Now you still have Mike, second best player of all time. Um, and the, with the Pistons, you still have Lambeer, Isaiah Thomas, mm-hmm. Joe Dumars. Like you have all those dudes. But Dennis Rodman gave those teams an edge. Draymond, no one, no one looks at the Warriors like like they're tough. Draymond is tough. Draymond, he's ugly. He doesn't try to be liked. He doesn't try to be pretty. He's Draymond to a T. He is he's he's Draymond to a fault. And him on this Warriors team, it is the best situation for both teams. It was the best situation for him as well. No, oh, yeah, but but both parties, I should say, both Draymond and the Warriors, mm-hmm. it is a match made in heaven. Yeah, because he he has been a big part of all of their playoff runs, final runs, even regular season. He's been a big part of that. Do you imagine him on the Heat though? Like that, that would be good. Uh, it's like how the Heat. There's interest in the Heat going on getting Pat Beverly. Yeah, it is. I've seen some whispers. I didn't, I didn't hear about that. That's news to me. It's whispers. I mean, it's not. I'm not saying Woj is out here saying it, but it's just. Oh. <laughs> whispers, whispers for now. Okay. It's it's rumors. It's it's about to be the NBA offseason. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I mean, if I go on Twitter and say something, it's officially a whisper. But like, right. it is something that people have talked about. I've talked about with some of my Heat friends. Pat Beverly, that'd be a decent addition. Yeah, I, I do like that. I do like that. Donald yeah. Thing, well, thing. we'll get to we'll that. Get we'll get to that in a few minutes as we wrap up the 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 series talk here. Mm-hmm. Um. So tonight you do you do have. I got Warriors tonight. When, when Draymond does what Draymond is supposed to do. We talking close game? We talking... Oh, no. It's going to be like every other game has been. It's going to be tightly contested until one of the teams decide that, oh, I'm, I don't think I'm playing basketball tonight. Uh-huh. It's going to be one of those again. So I, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say Warriors as well. And th- this this is how I, I've charted out. I kind of had it charted out from the beginning. I said Celtics, they're going to split. They're going to split both of... The two, mm-hmm. the two home games. Yeah, Each team has their their two home games. I said both are going to get split. It's going to be two two. I think Celtics are going to go in the bank, go three two. I think the Warriors are going to win back to back games six and seven. Dude. We win the game in the Bay game seven. Celtics and six. I respect it. By respect, it, I mean screw you because go Warriors. <laughs> uh, I think the War- I, Warriors is seven. Celtics is oh, six. Uh, either both. I mean, Cel- if you say Celtics is six, that obviously looks. Yeah pretty good right now because of how they've played. They still have this game at home. They can go up 3-1. Yeah, but I'm giving it. I'm giving it. Yeah, I, I, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. No I appreciate you know, it. You wouldn't, I'll, 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 you wouldn't do it for me, but, you know. I mean, this is how generous I, I mean, if, if Memphis one day, I, I will give it to you guys one day. It just wasn't this year. I, I said before that series that I think the Warriors experience was going to come to get you guys. Obviously, I didn't expect John Morant to go down, even though that was something we talked about when I'm yeah, talking about when I'm talking about Ja versus Ann Edwards. Yeah, durability was your argument. So and that came to bite them, even though they wiped the floor of the Warriors by like 50 without Ja. That's the thing. It was the games we lost were were due to inexperience, like you were saying. Um, I don't, I don't know which game it was. 
but the game where the play was drawn up for Ja, it was obvious. Clay knew it wasn't for um, he knew it wasn't for anybody else. Mm-hmm. So he crashed straight to Ja. He left whoever that was wide open, wide open at the key. Just go straight to Ja. Ja tries to lay it up. Game over. I think it was game one too. That was game one. I'm pretty sure it was game one. It was. It sure was. They had the play drawn up, and then just sit underneath the basket, just looking around, like, "Dang, what did I just do?" He knew. He knew that he messed up after he did. He just didn't have the experience to make the right play at the right moment. Mm-hmm. So you're right. Um, I honestly don't believe that the inexperience is what completely caused it, though. It was the the Warriors were the better team. I can say it now. The series is over. Thank you. I thank wasn't going to admit it. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> Not during. They were the better team. Like. Next year. Yeah. And the last, last thing I'll say about this is I think the I think the NBA kind of forgot about the Warriors. They Warriors have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. They've played great in the playoffs so far. They took care of the, the Nuggets in five, yeah. took care of you guys in six, I believe it was, six. and took care of the Mavs in five. So they haven't gotten to single game seven. They've really walked through the playoffs at somewhat ease. Like you guys gave us some issues, but was it the toughest challenge so far? Yeah, it was. All right, boom. That's it was. It was. That's 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 easily say because you went you went, right, you went up three zero on both Dallas and Denver, and then you go to Memphis. And yeah, like, and with, and without without Jaw, like y'all were still that was the best game ahead. It was yeah. dropped like one forty on the Warriors oh. without Jaw Morant. I, I, I'll give that to you, but I think with those hot stretches, the, we have forgotten about the Warriors' issues, and it's something that I've been saying. So the beginning of the series is the Warriors are really, really missing James Wiseman. Something I said earlier here on the show, mm-hmm. James Wiseman at nothing, if nothing else, James Wiseman is seven feet tall. And you put him, you have him in the paint, you have him on Robert Williams and Al Horford. You can have him somebody near the rim. Mm-hmm. That changes a lot of changes a lot for mm-hmm. Jalen Brown and Tatum, who yeah. pretty much are freely driving at the rim against this Warriors team. You have James Wiseman there. You're not, this could this could be a very different series with James Wiseman. James, a lot of second chance points too. Mm-hmm. Because if you think about it, if James Wiseman is in the paint, he, he's banging with the big boys down there, mm-hmm. and he could potentially get a rebound, Marcus Smart and, and Jalen Brown, they can't get these eight or seven rebounds again because they got to stay outside. Mm-hmm. If they get that offensive board, they throw it out three. You can't leave those big guys, those big shooters out there. You know what I mean? So the fact that he's not there, they can inch up a little bit into the paint, grab a little bit more boards, and that's what they've been doing. Yeah, so big big game for tonight. Mm-hmm. Boston on ABC, 9 o'clock. I'll be watching. I'm, I'm, probably, I think, I'm thinking I'm going to watch it at home. I, I, I think I'm going to watch it because I'm, I'm going to dinner with my mom after this. Oh. And then I'm probably just going to, yeah, probably just going to watch it at home. Okay. Uh, I'm nervous. You should be. I'm nervous. No, no, yeah, you should, yeah, no, you I should be you nervous because you you're, you're staring 3-1 in, yeah. in the barrel. Like, I got you guys winning, but you should definitely. Yeah, so big big game four tonight for the Warriors. Hopefully they take – we both have them taking it, but it really it really could go either way. If Draymond stinks it up, this will be the second time that he is the reason the Warriors lose the finals. 2016 just, was the first. Let's just hope that doesn't happen. 2016 was the first time. Let's just hope that doesn't happen. It might. <laughs> So right. moving moving on from for the, the Warriors talk, which I think that was about 30 minutes worth. So that's gonna be a long video. Um, we, what we have now, we're gonna talk about the the now NBA offseason that looms right around the corner. And uh, first things, first things first, uh, I like to speak about is kind of talking a little bit about what I talked last Friday with you guys with the or like I, said, I think I released that video on Saturday. Uh, you guys with the Miami Heat and 
something I talked about with, with Manon last week was he was really not wanting to move off the, the pieces we have. My friend that I had on the show last week, he did not want to move off Tyler. Moving off Duncan, he was okay with that, but he was really held, held up by moving off Tyler Hero to try to go out. There's a few guards that could hit the market we're looking at. Donovan Mitchell, first and foremost. I think that's the most easiest name to plug to the Heat. You have Zach Levine with the Bulls, who looks like he wants to move on. Bradley Beal has the opportunity to sign a $250 million deal, which is ultimately what I think he will do. But he did just come out saying that he wants to go based off winning. So kind of some mixed thoughts there for Bradley Beal. If I'm Bradley Beal, bro, take that $250 million and accept you suck. On, not you, but the team sucks on the, on the Wizards. And, I mean, the Wizards don't have a bad team. They got Kristaps Porzingis. They have um, Kuzma. <laughs> well, no, it's because it's kind of like what the Bulls were. I'm not saying I'm not saying I'm not saying they're the finish. I'm not saying they're the finished product. I'm saying they're in a position kind of like the Bulls were last year, where like you guys have a few pieces here. You have Levine, you have Vucevic, you they add Lonzo, they add Rosen, and we can see a team forming there. Bradley Beal is one of the best guards in the league, but there is obviously a chance he leaves. And there's a few other guys out there, names we can name, but Maiden was very held up on getting rid of Tyler Hero. As somebody, you're, I know you're a Memphis fan first. How much would you say what – would you? What are your thoughts for the Heat? What are your feelings for the Heat? My feelings for the Heat are they need to get a guard, one that's not afraid to attack, one that you consistently can get points from. Mm-hmm. Tyler Hero is too shaky. He's, yeah. he's, he's either hot or cold. You're getting 25 or 5. <laughs> Which one you want? You got to yeah. before the game starts. You're like, Tyler, how much are we getting tonight? I don't know. I'll probably give you 10. He's too busy cheating on his girlfriend. That too. Crazy. He, he got a lot of stuff he's dealing with. Right you, now. Have, you got PK cheating on Shakira, which is – how are you going to cheat on Shakira, bro? That's like – He had problems. That's – you – that, you're, you're, bro, you're winning. If you got Shakira, bro, you've won. PK, you cheat on Shakira. Like, what? And then you got Tyler cheating on his IG girlfriend that he's already got a kid with. Like, that's just ridiculous. But, yeah, Tyler, yeah. Inconsistency is 100% right. Right. With Tyler. But there's hope. As we stated, you guys could look into some, you know, some free agents in the offseason. Maybe uh, maybe one that's good friends with Dwayne Wade. Um, what's, his, what's his name again? Donovan Mitchell? Well, he's not. I don't, I don't think he's a free agent. I don't think we could just ping him off of he's the streets. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Donovan Mitchell, he, he is the easy. No. He, he is the easiest tie you can make to this Heat team. Yeah. Obviously, the Dwayne Wade connection. I mean, Dwayne Wade's first commitment is to the Utah Jazz, though, as an owner. But it would be very easy then to try to make a deal with him because you have you have friendly relations. He wants obviously the best for Utah, I would hope, as Utah's minority owner. But you you have an open you have a door open there, yeah. and then Jazz getting rid of Quinn Snyder or mutually deciding to part ways with Quinn Snyder. We saw that he that Don Mitchell felt unsettled he didn't feel he doesn't know where this organization is going obviously we all know the budding of heads him and rudy gobert have had uh, me or him type of thing yeah That's, rudy gobert shouldn't be the one to even have that type of no he he didn't deserve his this man scammed the nba with defensive player of the year awards oh my gosh he's not he even at the all-star he cried about man i don't know he's, he's not, not that good he's not He's not that good. And then the call out about Shaq. 
something like that. Obviously. He's not that good. He block. Hey, you've got a ridiculously long wingspan. I hope you're blocking shots. I hope you're blocking shots. And he does. That's the one thing he provides. It's like kind of like a solid white side, man. Which is fun to see. It's fun to see. And who knows? Maybe when I see Donovan Mitchell slamming on him, because one of them's going to go. Yeah, one of them. There's rumors tying. Honestly, both could go. I could realistically both. There's there's rumors tying Rudy Gobert to the Raptors. I think that I think that's actually a good idea mm-hmm. for Rudy Gobert to go to a team like the Raptors, who are in playoff contention. Don't really have a big. They had, of course, they had Valanciunas. They had Marcus Sol with the with the championship. Had Gasol moved Valanciunas to Memphis to get him. Um, don't really have a big, and they're kind of in a weird middle spot where they're not bad enough to get a pick, but they're not good enough to progress in the playoffs we saw what happened against against philly uh so that makes a lot of sense for them but for the heat i think you gotta make a move we we got the number one seed which is great it's it's all great We, we we played great in the regular season but we saw multiple times in the playoffs the heat scored under 90 points twice in the eastern conference finals uh outside of jimmy really no consistent scorers and all this can be seen as a positive because all these things are true, and we still got to Game Seven, Eastern Conference Finals. Jimmy Butler misses a wide open three. Still the NBA Finals with this team, and that's crazy. Yeah. All that being said, you're still on the doorstep of potentially getting another championship with this team. Could have made second <laughs> NBA Finals in three years. Yeah. Like that's in, that's incredible. But I think it is time to get another star. Like can be said, they're one star away. Just one. Hey, Joel. No, I don't, that's not. No, that's not happening. Nothing. Joel's not coming. But yeah. They're one star away for sure. Just one. I'm not even superstar. You can be a star. You know what I mean? Just one of those. Like you said, Jimmy Butler needs his tandem, his scoring tandem. Like if I, if I'm having a bad shooting night, I can only give 15. Can you give 20? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He needs somebody like that on the team. Tyler did do that this year. He yeah. he averaged 20. He did, but. When it comes to consistency and getting into the playoffs, stretching it onto that realm, you can't disappear. If you're if you're looked at as that guy for the mm-hmm. team, you can't disappear. You have to be there all year long. My my biggest concern for Tyler uh, in his playoffs, and you know maybe we can chalk up Tyler's poor postseason run to someone's going on at home because yeah, when when when. I forget his, his girl's name, but when she she posted those, oh, she was going off on social media. That wasn't inspirational. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't the beginning. That was just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, because like you don't find out day of and be like, oh my gosh, yeah. no, you you have some bickering back and forth. You have some talk. You have to figure out like, no nights, no sleeping. Is this real? Like, so I'm sure that was just the tip of the iceberg that we saw on social media. She unfollowed him on Instagram. So I'm sure he had a tough home life going mm-hmm. on. He's got a kid he's raising, which again, great. He's my age. He's got a kid. He's got a girl. He's in a great, he's in a great situation where he's playing for a great team. Got a beautiful girl, but he's also now created this mess for himself. And I, I I like to think that part of his bad playoff run was due to that, but no matter how you chalk it up, the most important part of the game is the close the end of the game. When you, when it's five point gap between the two teams, who's on the court for you here was not on the court. Shrews was in his place. Shrews is a better defender. He's he, he's not being able to create a shot like Tyler can, but to the Heat, it was he was seen as better to be on the court, better fit to be on the court, and that is what's more concerning for me for Tyler here is that he was taken out of the closing lineup in the playoffs when it's most important. That is what's most concerning for me. 
And I feel like, like you said, all that stuff at home, apart with that, being taken off the court like that, getting a guy like, who was that that stepped up for him? Max Struess? Struess, yeah. Struess was all right. Struess was all right. That's why the Heat shouldn't have a problem doing that little package deal, getting a star over there for mm-hmm. you know, maybe Hero. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I think I think Duncan's got to go no matter what. Damn. He can't play defense. Like I, I, I compared we compared Duncan or uh, Tyler Hero to a cone. If Tyler Hero's a cone, Duncan Robinson's this cup. He's a rock. He, he you cones cones. You at least have to go around. Yeah, you at least have to go around a cone. Step over the cup. You can step over the cup. <laughs> Duncan Robinson is – is he 200 pounds? Is he 205, 210 pounds? Um, Duncan Robinson is 215. Whatever he is. Yeah, but he's, he is the worst – he's the worst defender on the team. I didn't, I didn't know he was pushing 30 either. I didn't know that about Duncan. He's pushing 30? He's 28 years old. I didn't know that either. He looks about 10. <laughs> he's 28 years old. He's got, like, one singular hair on his chin. Duncan's old. And, like you said, the cup. A liability on defense. And Max Struess does what he does. But Struess, he's got some athleticism that he's throwing it down a little bit. I didn't know he could. Man, he, game, game said he tried to throw it down on Horford, man. I didn't approve of that, but I, I, I mean, nice. Nice. if Duncan if Duncan tried to throw it down on Horford, uh, he might tweak his ankle before he can go up. Like, he's just so unathletic. He's so unathletic. You got to get to the paint first. I don't think he's getting that. Yeah. Nobody's no. nobody's letting Duncan Robinson drive past. Him. No, no, he's dribbling off his foot or something. I mean, he's deadly. If you get if you set him seventeen thousand screens, like hey, he's just gonna keep. Like, if you give him just a little bit of space, he'll hit a three pointer on you. That's it though. No, that's it. No, that's all you're getting. And we're making eighteen million dollars, averaging almost eighteen and a half million over the extent of his contract, which he just signed. So you're stuck with him for till I didn't even know he was that old till he's yeah. 32, 33 years old. I'm moving on. From, I'm, I'm for one way or another, regardless whether you move on from hero, I'm finding a way to dump Duncan's contract. Like, Hey, Sacramento, somebody you want this dude. Cause we got somebody who can do the same thing. He does can play a little bit of defense. Struis is not a bad defender. He's not a great defender. He's not a bad defender. He's athletic. His athleticism kind of makes him a better defender. He's about equal level of, of a natural defender as Duncan, but he can move. Like, side to side, a lot easier. A yeah, he's not a cup. He can be lateral. Yeah. But shooting, I'd, I'd give him the edge with Duncan and shooting. No, of course. Can, of course. He can sacrifice that because we're getting some defense. Yeah. Okay. And, and Schroes is, I mean, he's still a very good shooter. Yeah, for sure. What about Gabe? Gabe? Gabe is. Gabe's just a workaholic. Okay. He works. He's he's a hard worker. Like, he was, tr- I mean, he was trusted in the early parts of the playoffs over Victor Oladipo. And I love me. I love yeah. Victor Oladipo. I, I I would do a lot to try to keep Victor Oladipo this year. He can if he can heal up. He's he plays good defense. He, he can create a shot. He can drive into the paint. Uh, good attitude. I, I I saw he was on. I think it was the pivot. Uh, talking about his injury history. Talking about everything. He's got a really good head on his shoulders, and I, I love listening to him speak on that episode because it really opened. He's not somebody who you've really heard a lot from in his in his NBA career. Right. So he's somebody that I would love to keep on this Heat team. So he's people that I would love to see on the Heat no matter what next year. Are Jimmy, Victor, Max Struess. I want to see Victor. I want to see Victor back because he provides. He's a good defender. He was a he was a, he was an All NBA defender at one point. 
Uh, and he can hit shots. He can create shots. Him and Tyler Hero, he's like a bouncier Tyler Hero. Tyler Hero can shoot a little better, but Victor's got that bounce. Mm-hmm. That Tyler, I mean, Tyler can throw it down, but like he's not bouncy. Right. So I'm keeping, I'm definitely keeping Jimmy. The guy's a non-negotiable. Jimmy's the only one that's like non-negotiable. You can you can make everything work, but like if you can keep Jimmy, Victor, Bam, and well, he's gonna be there. Shoot, he's gonna be there by the time I'm forty. If you have a starting lineup that includes Jimmy, Struess, Victor slash PJ Tucker, I want to keep PJ Tucker too. Yeah, Bam out of bio, and then you go out and get another star. I'm give if if you tell me the trade package for that's called Donovan Mitchell, two first Tyler and Duncan, I'm doing that. I'm doing that. Would you give, give me one for Brad? Say Bradley Beal was on the table. Who 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 would you? Bradley Beal is I'd give up more. Like two firsts, they're getting Victor and. The well, team. I don't think I think Victor's I think Victor's a free agent, so oh, unless okay. it was a sign and trade. Oh, okay. Um. Kyle Lowry, if they want him. Yeah, that makes sense. Kyle doesn't have a lot of trade value. Getting somebody like Bradley Beal would be good oh, yeah. for this heat team. Oh, it'd be fantastic. It'd be good. It'd be fantastic. Mm-hmm. I and I I'd watch some games. <laughs> you go to some games probably. They were already number one seed. If I'm the Heat, I'm going out and getting one of one of those names. If you can just they another guard, you need they a guard play. They have to. Jimmy is not gonna be a shooter. John Wall. No, I don't want. No, I don't want John Wall. John John Wall is. John Wall hurt himself in his house. <laughs> I almost forgot about that. <laughs> remember? That's what happened. He was in his house and he, yes, he was. I don't know what he was doing in his home. Was he on a trampoline or something? I don't know if he was like euro stepping into the kitchen or something. Because <laughs> that's what we do as hoopers. Like yeah. you, if you play basketball, you slap, out of nowhere you just the, the, the he's like ah. when you walk through it. No, I think he actually hurt himself in, at his home. Tore his Achilles. At his house. Yeah. Pump faking nothing. <laughs> I don't remember what it was. No, I'm not taking – I don't want John Wall. Like, I remember I wanted Russ a couple years ago when he hit the market. Not not because I, I am number one – I've been number one Russ hater. Um, yeah. Yeah, I've – bro, because – well, it really spawned off people trying to say he's better than Steph. I never thought that. I never thought that either. But a lot of people did. A lot of, a lot of people – Coral Glades basketball gym class. Are, oh no, Coral Glades weight room where nobody actually lifts weights. We all, we all just we all just basketball or whatever. Oh, I, it was me against the crowd in terms of Curry's better than Russ. 2017, 2016. It's debatable, man. That's why it was, but to me it wasn't. Curry it was though. It was. It was. No, it's not. No. Oh no, of course not. Okay, long term entire career, it's not. That year, it was. That's it. That's the only time I probably would have jumped in on the other time on the other side. Yeah, but just no, I was statistics. I've been a Curry dude. I've been I love Curry since like I said, 2012 is really when I got on the bandwagon with Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. I don't even want to call it bandwagon because then it wasn't it, they were just they were like making the playoffs as like a six seed. 2013, I was like, okay. Bro, it was nice. nice. 2013, I was okay. I started pounding the table for I'm like, bro, you can't tell me Russ is better. Curry's more efficient, he can shoot. This is a shooter's league now. Russ has no rings. And it was the fact that Curry would get hurt so much. He had the bad ankles. And things of that nature. He did, but he was still winning on top of that. And a lot of was that due to the team around him, like everything the Warriors, everything the Warriors have going on. The Warriors are like, if you want to compare them to an NFL team, they're kind of like a kind of like a better version of the Ravens. Like they they, they have an identity. Mm-hmm. Ravens run the ball uh, as a team, quarterback, running back system. Mm-hmm. Warriors 
We're gonna shoot, play defense. Well, we'll we, we 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 will see. We will see. Um, the, and, and then top to bottom, I'm talking ownership all the way down to head coach and quarterback. They got everything going on. Yeah. Warriors ownership, great ownership group, great GM, Steve Kerr, good coach, and then you have unselfish superstars. You have Steph, Clay, Dre. Dre obviously is more vocal, but I mean, and he butted heads with KD a little bit. But how many superstars throughout NBA history would be like, oh, let me take, let me go ask somebody who's better than me to join the team? Kevin Durant being right. Kevin Durant, my opinion, is like the fifth or sixth best player of all time. Who yeah. and, and Steph was like, yeah, I'll shoot less shots, I'll play less minutes, bro. I want another ring, I want to win. Yeah. How many teams are gonna do that? Not many. Yeah, they they knew. They wanted to win. They, they, the Warriors haven't been an individual team. They have, they don't have no. individual-minded players. Yeah, that's that's what's made them so great, and that's what made Curry so great is because he was able to channel, keep his ego inside of him, or lack of ego, right. and now has one of the best teams of all time. Historic. He's the best shooter of all time. He did it like half the shots that Ray Allen did before him. That's ridiculous. That is ridiculous, and they were lucky to get him, and. Well, we just we just talked about the Heat, so let's pivot to another player that has been kind of talking about the Warriors a little more than you know maybe somebody under contract should. The GM, the GM <laughs> goes on the the podcast he he regularly is on, and he, I mean they, they gave him a pretty it was a yes this or that question like which yeah. of these two teams you rather play for, and he said the Warriors. But this is not the first time he's talked about the Warriors in a sense of, oh, I would like to play for them. He said he wants to join Steph numerous times. He's like, I want to play with Steph before I retire, things like that. And, and that would be the last – it would be probably his last team he joined before joining Bronny. Yeah. If, if Bronny makes the league, whatever team Bronny goes to, he'd, yeah. he'd have that available to him. But this – Bronny goes to the G League the Bronny's going. He's like, yeah, the, the Sioux Falls – what, what are they called? Yeah, I'm, in, I'm with it. The Swahili what? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going. Um, LeBron, this Lakers team is a mess. Mm-hmm. Is I mean, and part of that is LeBron's fault, which Magic Johnson alluded to. They could have, they could have had Buddy Heald. That would have been that would have been crazy. That, those are the type of players LeBron likes because he's going to orchestrate. He's going to he, make you bite and throw it to the corner. But he went. He went for the aging stars. He, well, first he went with his boy Carmelo, Carmelo yeah. which. You can't blame Carmelo. He's he, he is what he is now in his career. God, this team is so old. Anthony Davis is held together by shoestrings and glue. Yeah, glass. Russell Westbrook just had the outside of his rookie year, the worst statistics season of his career. Kendrick Nunn didn't play all of 10 minutes, got hurt beginning of the year. Our boy uh did nothing for him. Yeah. A whole lot of nothing outside of LeBron. LeBron got hurt for a little bit. Outside of Le- outside of LeBron, it was a whole lot of nothing. And that's I- the thing. That's why they got Westbrook for things like that. When LeBron went down, they got little to no production from Westbrook. How many games did they win in that stretch? Oh, I couldn't tell you off the top of my head, but barely any. They they fell they fell to out of playoff contention. Well they fell they yeah. fell they fell to the tournament and then LeBron yeah, came back and then they fell out. Yeah. And there's no real escape for for the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Anthony Davis is still there. I'm sure you can find a way to trade Anthony Davis if a team was willing to. I'm, I'm sure a team would be willing to take him. But what are you getting in return for his current value? Not much. Russell Westbrook. What are you getting back in return if you move off Russell Westbrook? This next season is important. That's when we'll find out the questions that. I think it's already been answered. With Russell Westbrook, I think it's already been answered because he is he has declined 
every year. I mean, it makes sense. He declined every year since the triple double year. Yeah. Um, but those last few years, what we've seen from him has been really poor. Yeah. And he's under contract with the team. He has a he has a player option. You tell me he's going to turn down a player option for forty plus million dollars on the Lakers? No, he's 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 going to stay. He's there to stay for another year at least, unless they can find a trade partner, which I find very unlikely. So the the Lakers are in a terrible situation. Why would LeBron want to stay? Other than the fact that it's LA, yeah, and stay with the team that he's built up, and just to leave is that's not a good look for you in general. But I also believe that he actually likes this team. LeBron does, believe it or not. I don't know about that. Yeah, he likes it. He likes it because he put it together. He knows what he did. He's not going to stay here, but he's at least – this next season is going to show us a lot about the Lakers. Because it's going to be this team right here. It's going to be all these people. So you, th- you don't think the possibility of LeBron moving on for the Warriors is uh... – Not this season, though. He's going to come back to LA. Warriors could put together a package. You have, you have Jordan Poole. You have James Wiseman. You have young pieces. You have Kaminga. You have Gary Payton. You have Andrew Wiggins. But there is a package. It's a package, it's a package nonetheless that is doable. It is, but if you if you if you if you say we're not we're not moving Clay, Steph, or I mean, I mean, you could move Clay based on how he's playing, but let's say, let's say you keep those three. Look look at the Warriors team when they had Kevin Durant. Name me one of their bench players. It was terrible. Ooh, whoa, wait. I just had a complete blank when you said that. Yeah. I, I don't know. Kevon Looney was coming off the bench most of the oh, time for them. But, like, but it was terrible. It was te- – and it was – who cares? Who cares? I didn't – I was like, well, they're winning the final. They're playing, they're playing seven dudes, which what did lead to injuries, mm-hmm. in my opinion, that they, they were playing so much of that seven-man lineup that it led to injuries in the long run, especially making three straight – well, five straight finals, but three straight with Kevin Durant. That eventually he just got hurt. And that Raptors team was healthy, Kawhi Leonard. Um, but if you add LeBron to that team, screw the bench. Yeah. Screw those picks. F them picks. You don't need a bench. If that's your team, you don't need it. And let's say the Warriors lose. It'd be a lot easier to justify this if they lose. It's like when they when Kevin Durant went. Kevin Durant justified it in his own head. Like, look, they just lost. I'm not joining a championship team. I'm joining somebody who a team where I'm the last piece. I mean, they were still what? Yeah, seventy two. You're 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 the last piece of a seventy two and nine team. Yeah, yeah. You're that'd be crazy. We added we added games just so we can see this team play more. Um, <laughs> nah, that's how he still did join with a team. Yeah, that had it yeah. Together. I'm not buying the fact that no, no. But I'm telling you, that's how he justified it yeah, to himself. And he, I think he's even admitted that is how he justified that to himself. That's, yeah, that's that's what he says when when asked about it. He's like, yeah, just lost. And if LeBron, LeBron sees this Warriors team lose, and they're like, look, this is something that I could add to my... KD. What if LeBron pulls a KD? I'm all for it. You're taking, historically, two of my favorite team, two of my favorite players of all time and joining forces. He's talked about Curry a lot throughout his career. I don't think that's true. But Curry, we saw what he did with Kevin Durant. He's he's about winning. Mm -hmm. If you can bring in LeBron... He'll he'll sacrifice the points. He'll yeah, sacrifice Curry the shots. You don't remember what Curry said? He was like, nah, I don't see that happening. Anytime. Yeah, he but he doesn't want to. He's like, I'm about to join LeBron. He blocked my shot in the finals and then looked at. You me. really <laughs> think? You really think Curry has that much of an ego? He has resentment. I don't think he has resentment to that level. I think I think if you put put the picture together of of getting more rings. Which is ultimately what it's about. It'd be about three or more. If if he finishes, I already think he's the best point guard of all time. But let's so Magic has five, mm-hmm. Curry has three, 
They if they win this year before, but you know, let's say they, let's say they lose, and you bring in LeBron. If you have LeBron for thirty-seven, you if you have him for two more, two or three years, you're equaling or better, potentially equaling or bettering Magic. Yeah, and then LeBron will have his his six, right? Yeah, yeah, six. So that helps. That how I helps me with a lot of arguments. So <laughs> that helps me because I'm what a. LeBron's trying to do. That's why he keeps on like throwing it out mm-hmm. there. He's trying to. I think he's trying to repair his legacy at this point. At, at, at this age, his GM, his play. GM legacy hasn't gone too well. No, it's not terrible. I mean, like, it, it, it went well. Play. It went well with the Cavs when. That one, yeah, that year. That one that year, year. That one year, it went well with the Cavs. What he put together. This this year didn't go well, and and this it is. Partially a fault. I mean, he at the end of the day, he isn't the final decision maker, but it's yeah. LeBron James. Yes. You're going to include him mm-hmm. and say the Dwight Howard thing. I think he realized letting him go was a mistake that that last season mm-hmm. after the um after they won the finals. He knew that was a mistake. That's why they had. To they need to get a little younger, which is some, which is something the Lakers team, even though even if it would require them moving off of LeBron. The Lakers team, because Lakers are in a position, if LeBron leaves tomorrow and you don't get anything back, oh, they're in a terrible spot. Yeah. But if you can go and restart and say, look, this team isn't winning a championship next year. LeBron, If LeBron wants to leave, you go get a huge haul of young assets from the Warriors and rebuild like that, you could turn into a Pelicans-like rebuild, and you still have the attraction of L.A. that you can go out and try to get a Bradley Beal or a Zach Levine or somebody else through trade. Right. You could you could flip some of the assets you got for LeBron, still keep like a Jordan Poole or, or an Andrew Wiggins, mm-hmm. trade some of those assets plus your own assets to go get one of those other guards. I think it's very doable to try to go to get move off LeBron and still end up in a good position if you're the Lakers. And I think it helps LeBron obviously for his legacy to try to go get more rings of the Warriors. I'm not saying it's going to happen. Uh, We've talked for about 10 minutes about this. Yeah. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but it's something that would very intrigue me, and I think it's possible. It is. I agree. And it's all I'm possibility he returns home. So Miami, Miami, this home is what I'm referring to. Our home. Uh, him and – no, no. Him, him and another player that I'll bring up very quickly while, uh, while on the subject of Miami is Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant with this Nets team, he can't be happy with how the season's gone. Oh, no. Steve Nash is is a figurehead of a coach. He's not – I couldn't tell you what Steve Nash does as a coach. I don't think there. Steve Nash could tell you what Steve Nash does as a coach. He's just there because they – hire an ex-player at this point. A ex-NBA player, point guard, okay, that's probably going to work. Hall of Famer, all right, bet. Probably going to work. Going yeah. Jason Kidd finally found something to work with, with, the, with the, uh, the Mavs. But – a lot of people don't know is Jason or um, Steve Nash, two jobs ago was a soccer analyst. Yeah, he was definitely fun. He's in the he was, <laughs> but not even in the same sport. No. He was doing the Champions League for TNT, and then he went to he went into the business world for a little bit, and then they just plucked him out of that and said, "Here, be an NBA coach. Do you have any head coaching experience? No. Okay, here, perfect. Do you want to call plays? Not really. No. no. I mean, I'm a point guard, but that's about it. Ah, cool. So he used to run in place. And then there are two superstars. Well, they're top of Kyrie first. Kyrie is Kyrie Irving. He's yeah. a little bit of a head case. Very talented. One of the most talented players in the league is a bit of a head case. Kevin Durant chose Kyrie over Steph, Clay, Dre, Steve Kerr. He chose that situation in Brooklyn. He's got to be looking himself in the mirror now like, what did I do? 
if anything, Kyrie let everybody on that Brooklyn team down. Kyrie did that. Because they saw what it was like to play without him, and they saw how he cared about it and how he handled the situation. Kyrie is the reason James Harden left. You can't convince me otherwise. And Kyrie is going to be the reason that KD leaves, and you can't convince me otherwise. That's it. I'm not going to try to convince you otherwise. Yeah. I'm not going to try. <laughs> it's him. He's the problem. It, it's a, it's he's one of the problems, but he is the he is arguably the main problem. Yeah, he's the problem. Okay, yeah, one of them. One of one of lack <laughs> of a coach. Saying, yeah, the coach. Right. Lack of a bench. Lack of a defense. Yeah. Ben Simmons hasn't even played a game. He's already he's already a problem for. He's already a problem for the Nets. And he, actually, if he's on the court, he could solve some issues. He could. Having an actual point guard because Kyrie is you know, more scorer like Steph. Um, Steph passes a little more than Kyrie, but by no means is Kyrie a, a bad passer or afraid to pass. But Ben Simmons, we know he isn't afraid to pass. He's six foot ten. He plays pretty decent defense, yeah. rebounding. Uh, so he provides something if he if he his head is locked into the right position, which it really hasn't ever been. Um, but he's made it work at times, and he's been an all star. And we thought he was like you know one of the next stars in the league. He's been an all star without any improvement. He hasn't improved since since he hasn't improved since Montverde. No improvement whatsoever. He hasn't developed a shot. He's if you ask me, I don't think he's good from the line either. His numbers got better. Are you talking free throw line? Yeah. Oh no. They got better because they were terrible. I still think he's shooting the wrong hand. Bad. They're still bad. You can, yeah. Doesn't I, he shoot with the wrong? I hand? think I think he shoots the wrong hand. If you look at if you look at him finishing at the rim, he yeah, finished. He, 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 right. he shoots with his left. Um, I, I the stat was like. 60 in the gym right now shooting it's like like so obviously like two hand dunks but if you're talking left to right it's more finishing with his right yeah. tristan thompson handed him a football just throw this tristan see what happens he was originally shooting with his left hand threw the football like five ten yards with his left hand right hand threw like 20 30 yards They're like let's try to fix that <laughs> but but here's the thing tristan is a is you know he he's cheated on about every girl he's ever had. So like he's he's a little bit of his own head case himself. But Ben Simmons is such a special head case that like if you even offer that to him, that's like in a line of lists of things you need to fix. Ben Simmons, mm-hmm. like you need to fix his jump shot. It is. Well, at the top is his is his head. Okay, yeah. Is his mindset going into yeah. things, which would in turn go into yeah. Right, let's fix my jump shot. And, let's put uh, <laughs> There's just a bucket of things that Ben needs to fix. I don't fix. know what he's doing right now. I don't know what he's doing. He's very I don't think Ben knows what he's doing right now. No, I mean like in life. Yeah, yeah, general, yeah. If he's not in the gym right now, it's probably streaming war zone. I don't, I don't know. It's probably streaming war zone. To be honest. That's and that's the that's the problem. And then, and bro, Kevin Durant has to go. You tell me, Kevin Durant's gonna walk back to this team next year? Like, all right, I guess. I don't know. He's under contract. He's making a lot of money, but the Heat can put together a package. It would include a lot of picks. Mm-hmm. It would include Tyler Hero. I would trade for Kevin Durant or look, definitely for Kevin Durant. I would trade Bam. I would trade Bam. I would you trade Bam. To, I would trade Bam. Yeah, that's all you got. I'd put for Kevin Durant for LeBron. I don't know if I would, which is crazy to say out loud. Don't say it, I think I might. Um, yeah. Kevin Durant definitely would because a little bit younger. Um, for for Kevin Durant, I'd give up Bam, Tyler, Duncan. I give up. Everybody except Jimmy. Take you, take you who you want. For LeBron, you're probably looking at a similar package to Donovan Mitchell. Mm-hmm. Tyler, Duncan, two firsts. Yeah. 
probably summer package because of his age. Uh, you're all probably going to have him for three years. Kevin Durant, you could have for six or seven years, six, five or six years. Four or five. <laughs> five we'll settle on five. I don't know if it's on my head. 34? I know he's younger. He's gotten injured a bit, um, but he's, he's still – I'm gonna. I'm. I'm willing to call him the fifth best player of all time. Best scorer of all time. Like my top five: I mean, Bron, Jordan, probably Kareem, and then probably Kobe, and then I probably go KD. But then, but you're all you're talking with with number five. You're talking what are you KD. Talking, what are we talking about? You talking about like scoring ability? I'm talking about just general oh, just all time. Player? Yeah. Okay. But like everybody in that top five has something that makes them so great. Mm-hmm. And all of them actually has multiple things that makes them so great. Most of the, the main from that list you just, I think, who you list again? Kareem. LeBron, Jordan, Kareem, Kobe, Hitty. Killing, killer scoring ability. That's yeah. That's one of the ones all of those people have. Uh huh. So I can't disagree. I say Katie's the best of the bunch. In terms of just scoring, Katie's the best of the bunch. Katie's the best scorer of all time. All right. And what he can do night in, night out. It's the different ways he can do yeah. it to you. Like, That's LeBron's probably – like, he's probably never going to pass – like, LeBron's going to finish as a top point scorer of all time. Yeah, he's going to hit that. LeBron also came in as a high school uh, – as a high school player. He had, been in there. He had a few issues. Yeah. Years and he came, <laughs> he came out scoring, like, a more amount of points <laughs> sooner. So, KD's probably never going to be like, the top player of all time in terms of points. Yeah. But he can he can get to two or three. Well, and he still that. has that. If you add that to this Heat team – KD? We've tried to get him multiple times now. This year? No, yeah, I'm saying in general. I'm saying in general. When when he decided the Warriors, we had an interview with him. When he decided the Nets, we were interested with him. I don't know if we ever had an interview. I know we had an interview with the Warriors that, that year. Hmm. I don't think we ever had, ever had an interview when he went to – when he signed and trade, actually. People kind of forget that was a sign and trade uh, when he went to the Nets. Um, but the Heat have always been interested, and for good reason. Best scorer of all time. One of the best scorers currently in the league, if not still the best scorer in the league, you add him, you add LeBron, you add – if you go lower than that, you add Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, I think it is so incredibly necessary for this Heat team to add some sort of star that can create a shot more than Jimmy Butler can. Okay. And if you do that, that's a championship winning – we already have a potential yeah, championship winning team. Championship team right now. That's the thing. But if we give up the, those those assets I listed – and go get a star, we're in a better place, even better place. Man. Look what you got without him. Look what you got. <laughs> you got Udonis Aslan on your team. Come on, man. I love the video that uh, just resurfaced of Tyler of Tyler throwing UD that law. Like, Tyler needs to go to prison for that. Dude, no, you know he needs to go to prison with UD himself. And at the end of that loss, he was walking to the locker room. He was, he was sick. He was he had his hand on his head. I was like, UD, you acting like you played 35 minutes. I mean, because <laughs> – I mean, I, I understand. I understand. Yeah. You've been there a long time. You saw the boys get so close to the young people. Yeah. And it would have been a, he, the ring still counts. Yeah. It, it's still, he's still it, another one to his locker. He already has three. three yeah. Because he won that one in 06. Like his, his legacy oh, for the Heat. 06. 06. 06. 06. Yeah. His legacy is obviously already cemented with the Heat. His, his 40 is going to be top of, the, top of the stadium one day, mm-hmm. uh, un, undoubtedly. But you still, like, who was that? You still want another one. You still undrafted out of Florida, still here, been in the league longer than LeBron. Is he the longest? He's current. He's the current longest active player in the NBA. Yeah. I mean, I can't think of anybody else who would be. Everybody, everybody that was born or, or drafted yeah, in the nineties is gone. Vince retired. Right? Vince was yeah. Okay, yeah. So it's UD now. 
Oh man. So this is this is off subject from what you're talking about, but Vince, I kind of so while Vince was still playing, I, I was I was I wanted him to keep going, but now I kind of wanted I wish he retired earlier because he, I feel like now he's kind of re- remembered as that guy who moved from team to team at the end yeah, instead of yeah it kind of kind of make this conversation a little darker it kind of like what, what um chadwick bozeman and um oh, what's that comedian's name? i feel so bad what they chose to do when they found out they had cancer they didn't want to tell anybody because unfortunately when people get sick like that you end up remembering them being sick mm-hmm. chadwick bozeman said i'm i'm not letting anybody else know and when it when if when we all found out he died it was a shock to the world yeah, right. and so we don't we remember him as this incredible actor that he was instead of him being, being sick, sick. Mm-hmm. to bring it back more to a lighter side vince carter instead of remembering him for duncan he's oh he played he got every nba jersey in his closet <laughs> that's what unfortunately especially a younger generation yeah. that's what they're more gonna remember him for oh he was on the maps oh he was on the hawks oh he was on this team Everywhere except Miami, really. I want to say everywhere except the right places. <laughs> everywhere, oh yeah, everywhere but the right places. Didn't get him a ring, just cardio, running in. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. I was, I was a big Vince fan. I, I, his jersey, his, his jersey was the first basketball jersey I spent my own money on. That's one. No, no, no. It was, it was a Raptors one. It was, oh, it wasn't Raptors. while he was, he wasn't on the Raptors. But I just love that jersey with the raptor on it. The, oh, the cool the, design with the, the purple. purple. Yeah, I have the purple yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was like it was that. fake. I'll be completely real with you. It was fake. Hey, fake NBA jerseys are the move. All right. Hey, jerseys is jersey. Don't 40 bucks. 40 bucks, and you cannot tell the difference. No, and really I bought that thing in seventh grade. So what 2013? And I still I don't wear it anymore because it got a little faded. But it's it it didn't fade any differently than a regular jersey would. Mm-hmm. Like so, I have it hanging up in my room now, and it just the, the wrapper started to fade a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it didn't fall apart. It was it. I spent thirty bucks on it, versus a hundred and thirty that would have went if I went to champs. Probably because inflation probably be like two hundred bucks right now. Oh, yeah. Jerseys are. Oh yeah, ridiculous, bro. I'm telling y'all, if y'all watching this, if you can get an NBA jersey for fake now, obviously like different sellers are gonna be better than others, but I've had a lot of good experiences with buying fake NBA jerseys. <laughs> so, but to back, bring it back on to where we were talking about before, I think there's a lot of dude, there's some stars that could move in the NBA this offseason, and the Heat have to pursue somebody. Yeah. Any, sure. any yeah. of those names, if the Heat, any of those names, Bradley Beal, Levine, Don Mitchell, or obviously Braun, KD, any of those names, if they're in a the Heat jersey next year, I think we're in a much better opportunity to win oh, the NBA sure. championship. You guys are going to go to the finals, I'll tell you that. I hope so. I, I really hope so. And it, it is a strong possibility if they bring in any of those guys to move on to an NBA championship. Are you busting out the list? I am busting out the list. So, to end, up, end, end the show today, probably, unless anything else comes up, uh, to end the show today, we're going to bring back to the NFL, start, bench, cut. Ryan, I have five groups of names. And all these – uh, I think everybody on any of these lists, you could justify picking them over the rest. I think I did a good job here. I think I did a pretty good job, even though it took me all of 10 seconds to come up with these guys, except for the last list. Um, that one took a little longer of time. Um, so I think any of these guys could be could be chosen. So start bench cut. First one I'm going to throw at you is we're going to go running backs. And we're going to go with Saquon Barkley, Christian McCaffrey, Dalvin Cook. 
Give me a start bench cut between those three players. I'm starting Dalvin Cook. Okay. I'm benching Saquon. Really? CMC okay. is going to have to go. So the theme with those running backs I was injuries. Yep. All those guys are very injured. They're, <laughs> they're very talented, mm-hmm. but they all have their own host of injuries. That's why I picked the most talented one to start. Saquon, I believe, he's, he's going to make his comeback. CMC is just too – he's frail at this point. He's just frail. I'd actually argue that Dalvin's the least talented, but he is – he's the healthiest of the bunch. Start, <laughs> he's the healthiest of the bunch. So, and I've, I've drafted him in fantasy football like three years in a row. That's my guy. That's my, that's my guy in fantasy. That's my guy in fantasy. Uh, I'm going to disagree. I'm going to go Dalvin Cook, McCaffrey, and then Saquon. Oh, you're cutting Saquon? Yeah, I'm cutting Saquon. I'm cutting Saquon. Because when they did play, when they did play, McCaffrey's numbers were incredibly better, especially in fantasy. Incredibly better. You got to think about what Saquon was, though. Okay, what is what do the Panthers have? Okay, what they have? When, well, he's had a decent team at some mm-hmm. point. No, he has. The biggest highlight that Saquon ever had was – wait, was Eli there? Eli was there at least a little bit. Are, was Eli never there? Eli was there for the first year or so two. Saquon got a little taste of having some help. But yeah, which is crazy. Eli Manning. He's never had it. His best play was that cutback against the Eagles where he's just – he was all over the field for that, like, 60-yard run. I like when he, when, he, um, when, he, when he shakes somebody and he just slams the corner into the ground and he proceeds to run up the field and get to the safety. <laughs> Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. I, I don't think I remember that exact he play. Catches him, he catches the stiff arm. He just throws him right to the ground and keeps running. You've not, never seen that. My, I probably have, but no, my favorite memory of him is the is Thursday night football against the Eagles. He gets the handoff, or I don't know if it was a handoff or a short pass, and he he went all over the field, they cutting back and everything. He even passed the last defender. I don't know. He didn't get the he didn't get the touchdown. I don't remember what it was, oh, but that was sure. yeah. But but when he did come back this year. And on, a, on a bad Giants team with a bad offensive line, bad quarterback, um, he didn't look good. McCaffrey, though, with not the best offensive line, not a good quarterback when he did play, played really good in the beginning of the season. So I'm going to go Dalvin, McCaffrey, Saquon. List number two, quarterbacks. Quarterback. Quarterbacks. Aaron Rodgers, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, start bench cut. This one is a bit difficult. It is a bit difficult. Yeah. These might be said, the top three quarterbacks in the league. Rodgers, Mahomes. And Josh Allen. Hmm. Uh, with the teams they have right now, or we're just talking in general with them? Just them. Just them, right? <laughs> just them. Just them. Okay, if I'm just thinking them like I was the last round, I'm just thinking them. Rodgers, I'm keeping. Starting. Yeah. Okay. If I need one season and I want to go with a quarterback, I'm picking Rodgers to start. I'm going to put Mahomes on the bench just in case Rodgers gets old and, and frail. And then Josh Allen, I'm sorry, I'm biased. And just the fact that he's well, – how, how do I – how can I put it without being completely disrespectful? I just don't see in him what I can potentially get from those other two individuals. That's just me, though. That's just me. I understand he can get mobile. He's very accurate. He can get that ball anywhere on the field. Mm-hmm. In this case, with these three names that you listed, that's just how it is. I know uh, your list is probably the complete opposite. It is. And it actually, reverse order. <laughs> actually, matter of fact, you're 100% correct. Yeah, I know. 
I think I think Josh Allen is the best quarterback in the league, well, and sure if we just agreed on the time, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. please, Tyro, you're. I hope you're listening to this, so you can hear me giving credit to Josh Allen and the Bills. I think Josh Allen was the best quarterback in the league last year. I think Rodgers folded in the playoffs. Yeah, he did. I think he was most to blame for their loss in the against the against the 49ers in their divisional round matchup. Um, Allen Mahomes. It is really you take one, I'll take the other. Yeah. Um, but Mahomes or Allen, I think, was more impactful in that game, the the AFC divisional round matchup between the two teams last year. Um, so I'm gonna go with Allen. Mahomes, second, you know, won the Super Bowl, second best quarterback in the league to me. Um, but Rodgers is the one that stands out at the bottom just because his mentality, he he can be a headache, and he has let down the playoffs multiple years now over his career. And uh, I think Josh Allen, Mahomes will each uh, – I think Mahomes is going to end up with multiple Super Bowls. I think Allen is going to get at least one, maybe two Super Bowls. If I'm down 17 in the third quarter with two minutes left, though. I'm taking Mahomes. My, my guy that I have as my starter is he's, he's going to get that done. I don't know if he is. He No, actually quite the opposite. I think he's better – I think he's much better in the league than he is coming back from behind. He, he doesn't have a lot of comebacks. What do you mean? He doesn't have a lot. Look at <laughs> look at yes. look at the numbers over the last five years. You know who has more fourth quarter comebacks than him? Last five years, yeah. I'm talking. I'm talking A. Rod and his. But but think but, but think of the name I'm about to list. Okay. In the last five years, Ryan Tannehill has more fourth quarter comebacks than Aaron Rodgers. Is it because of Ryan Tannehill? God. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care. It's Ryan Tannehill. It's not. It's him. It's the people around him. It's not even him. He's, he sucks. Five years ago, he's also on the Dolphins, though. So keep that in mind. Oh yeah, sure. Okay, that's that's my <laughs> list, though. So, Allen, Mahomes, Rodgers, wide receivers. Oh yeah, this is this one. one. I like this, I like one. this one. I like this one. I so, so, so I think the, the top dog. I'm not including the top. Guy. Top guy for me is obviously. Um, I'm drawing a blank. Devontae Adams. Devontae Adams is for me. Oh, okay. obviously the number one uh, receiver. And, and I'm not saying these guys are two through four, but I'm not saying they're not. Tyreek Hill, Stephon Diggs, DeAndre Hopkins. D-Hop, Diggs, Hill can go. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> really? Yep. Really? Yep. D-Hop, Diggs, Hill can go. My friend, we might be at another opposite. I mean, okay, as a Dolphins fan, I get it. I get this about this is what I okay, sound if like. Ask me tomorrow. Diggs might be in the front, and then D Hop's gonna be second. But as of right now, I'd say D Hop, Diggs, Tyreek. So again, I'm gonna completely flip it. I'm gonna start Tyreek Hill. Why? Uh, he's consistently healthy. He has played very well in impactful games. And he's, he's a dolphin. Been, he's had to be in more impactful games. He's and, for the Chiefs. So and, and, and he's on the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> Stephon Diggs. I That's I am a great runner. I am a huge Stephon Diggs fan. I said something really really outlandish last year about Stephon Diggs that like now I'm like okay I I needed to calm down. I say <laughs> I said Diggs. It, well, it was in a positive positive light for Diggs. I said Diggs has everything to be. The greatest wide receiver of all time. Yeah, you were yeah. drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah, I, I was I was drinking the <laughs> Kool-Aid. Drinking so what happened was I had him in Madden and I had and not I didn't have him fantasy, but like I had to watch him. I traded for him in Madden on the Dolphins fan franchise. Oh, like <laughs> yeah. Bro, he's nice in Madden. Yeah. No, but that's not that's that's not I I've been a big fan of him for a minute now. Mm-hmm. 
And his, I'm just so in love with his route running. Yeah. Now, Devontae Adams yeah. is the best receiver in football and is the best at so many assets. Best route runner. Just look up a compilation of just routes. Not just routes, slants. Just look up Devontae Adams and also Mari Cooper. Mari Cooper's slants are ridiculous, but Devontae Adams' slants is unreal. Um, they don't even move out the spot, but they immediately get the DB to open up. And then that's it's – Mark, uh, who was it that said there's, there's, there's a thousand ways to run a slant? There's. You there, you can mm-hmm. – just little different foot, foot movements, body. Push a little differently off the line. And Diggs is, is a, Diggs is such a good route runner up there too. D-Hop for me is last and unfortunately is, again, because the injuries. Oh, okay. D-Hop, D-Hop's hands are fantastic. Yeah. Probably the most sure hands on that. Week. I've had him in fantasy football the last two years. And would you agree with what would most sure hands on that list right there? Yes, sure yes, but there, you don't you don't have to worry about any of those guys with their hands. You don't have to worry about any of those guys with their hands. Uh, who's ass. who's dropping passes on that list? Tyree kills Stephon Diggs, D Hop. Who's dropping passes? Oh no, they all got good quarterbacks, so the ball's always on the money. We'll see now that you know, Tyreek's on the Dolphins. Uh, yeah, I, I knew that was going to get brought up. I knew that was going to get brought up. His hands might be a little slippery. The gloves might be wet. That game, <laughs> when he was, that game last year against the Bills, playoff game, just an in-cutting route, turns the corner and yeah. gone. So I got Hill. I got Hill, Diggs, D-Hop. I accidentally put it in order in this list here. Um, yeah, D-Hop, unfortunately, is because of his injuries. Yeah. He's a great player. Um, not as much of a refined route runner as like Tyreek Hill is a very good route runner with it's and the also speed the speed. Yeah, yeah. That doesn't take away like he is such a speed guy, but the, don't take that away from the rest that he does. Is yeah. is still fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're now going to move onto the defensive side of the ball. We're going to talk defensive edges. Oh, yeah. Miles Garrett, Bias. Nick Bosa, T.J. Watt. You made that one tough. I did. That was you made that one. There's so much bias for me though. You put a brown and a steel in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what, what we got you going? Said Nick or Joey? Nick. That's the baby. That's yes. a little. That's okay. yeah. He's but he's the better one now though. He is. He is. He's definitely. They're both fantastic. But those are three of the best head rushers in the league. Ooh. <laughs> I gotta go Nick. I gotta go Bosa first. Bosa. I'm starting Bosa. The bench. TJ. Because Miles Garrett might get too aggressive and get a, get a penalty of fine rejected. He might have to get <laughs> sentenced to time in jail. Sentenced time in jail. He might he might do something. He only beat somebody over the head with his own helmet once. Yeah, look, he only got that case one time. Mm. He only got charged with that case once. Mm. Yeah, he only put a dent in one person. Yeah, yeah. I so, yeah, that's the list. Joe Bosa, uh, TJ, and I'm going to have to cut Miles. Honestly, I didn't even think about this one till right now, and I'm just kind of I'm. So I'm gonna start T.J. Watt. I think T.J. Watt's the best edge rusher in the league. He's probably. I think he, I think I think I go T.J. There's not a bad like you said. I mean, I I made a pretty good list here. You made it. You made it hard. You can't you can't go wrong with any of these guys. These are all fantastic edge rushers. Mm-hmm. But I think I'm gonna go T.J. Wasn't he just didn't he just lead the league in sacks? He did. Yeah, yeah. Steel is way up there. So. I'm gonna go TJ. I'm gonna go Miles, and then I'm gonna go. Are you gonna cut Bosa? It, it sucks. It, it sucks that again he's last because of injuries. But if there is a difference maker between those guys, 
like pretty much all well Miles, all but Miles is a force. He's just disrupting. All but one of these, my last guy is last because of injuries. That that the only one being Rogers doesn't really get hurt. Mm-hmm. But pretty much everybody I've here, the last place one is due to injuries, which kind of stinks that that is the case. But yeah, mm-hmm. TJ Watt, it's it's crazy that we have two sets of brothers that are so dominant in the same they position. Yeah, <laughs> you see that the Steelers way. have four sets of brothers on their mm-hmm. team now. Edmonds yeah. brothers, Chad Bosa brothers. Right? I think so. Uh, Hayward, Watt, because they, they have the fullback. They have the fullback. Um, they have Edmonds, the Edmonds Edmund Edmund brothers, and that's what I don't know about. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. I I, I know I saw it somewhere. <laughs> I said it was. I can't. And Cam, the Cam brothers, Edmonds, the Watts. I don't know. Somebody please let us know in the comments down below, or we'll figure we're gonna it'll be you're gonna be driving. I'll look it up when I get home. Or I'll be driving home and be like, dang. And then the last one we got start bench cut NFL edition tight ends. Travis Kelsey, George Kittle, Mark Andrews. Bias incoming. Again, I repeat, bias incoming. All right, so Mark Andrews, clearly the best tight end in the league. Um, the best team in the NFL right now. Mm. <laughs> mm. Then I'm going to go Travis Kelsey. I'm going to have to cut Kittle. You're not going to make me as a Ravens fan have to sit here and tell you that you're wrong about that, right? We can look it up. I'll look it up right now. Well, I, no, no, no. <laughs> he was the best tight end in football last year, but right. I'm, I'm talking about the other thing you said. Oh, the team thing? Yeah. That was biased. Yeah. That was biased. Man. We openly admit bias on this show. No, yeah, you can, <laughs> you can get mad at us and say, oh, you guys are biased. Yes, duh. <laughs> it's 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 of course. That, what you thought we were gonna do? Like, what are you what? Come on. Of course we're biased. Um, I'm gonna refrain from being biased here though. Travis Kelsey is the best tight end in the league. And he's oh, well, what about the list? Still Travis first? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Travis, I'm starting Travis. Benching Mark. I mean, with tight ends, you're gonna get both on the field at one point, anyways. Yeah, yeah. But so then it depends on what team so it's team. crazy because George Kittle. Is arguably the most talented on this list. He's the best run blocking tight end on the list. I'll tell you that. He is. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, when he is, again, I can't stress this enough. When he is healthy, mm-hmm. it is arguable that he is the best tight end on this list. Probably the hardest to get. There. He's so athletic. Once you get to that that last level, that third level, he's mm-hmm. in the safeties. Once he gets there, you gotta start. Bite your finger like Travis Kelsey, out. he's kind of weird. Like he run, he runs so strange. He doesn't look like he's moving fast at all, but you just don't catch. He him. looks small, if anything, like because he he doesn't he doesn't run in stride. Mm-hmm. His strides are short. They're calculated. Mm-hmm. They're calculated, and yeah. that's what's gotten him to be such a great tight end. Is that his moves are very calculated, and it works. Mark Andrews is a big is big. He got good, reliable oh, hands. Oh. Great in the end zone. Great. Uh, red zone threat. Mm-hmm. George Kittle, I'm sorry, you're getting cut. It is the injuries. Yeah. You can be number one on this list. And there was a season he was probably like number one or number two in league on term side ends. I keep drafting him. I keep drafting him in fantasy, bro. He's getting hurt. I keep <laughs> drafting him in fantasy. You play fantasy football? Nah. You want to? Nah. Bro, it's so, <laughs> it's so fun. It's so fun. We might have a spot open in my league. Think, think about it. Just keep it virtual. Think about it. Think about it. But that, that's, been, about it. that's been start bench cut. Uh, all, all these guys on all these lists are, yeah. are very good athletes. And it is unfortunate that a lot comes down to injury. Yeah. 
But Ryan, I think I think that's where we're going to call the show. Thank you very much for for joining me today. No problem, no problem, Thank you, everybody. Thank you, everybody who listening across various platforms on my YouTube, which is JK Productions, on Spotify, which is you guessed it, JK Productions. Uh, and if anybody watching this video hasn't liked the videos, hasn't subscribed to the channel, I just looked at it. I think it's like eighty-two percent of the people that watch my videos are unsubscribed, even though everybody I talk to claims to be subscribed. Okay, cap. Um, please, what? You didn't subscribe? No, I <laughs> oh, Okay, yeah. Say so there we go. There we go. Um, please. Yeah, bro. Do it. And let me know when you post yours. I'll post yours. Do it, bro. It's uh, I love getting content out, and you know, this young man right here is gonna be part of the FAU Al Radio team. As I mean, you already are part of it, but like, I'm trying to get a you already are a part of it. Yeah. But I'm talking next semester. Oh, yeah, Arbo TV on YouTube. You're gonna have you're gonna have your own show on right over there. Gonna be commenting some games, maybe. Yeah, I'm trying to get. I'm trying to get into that. Gonna get in the booth. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Ryan here is gonna be part of a lot of what we got going here on FAU. Even though this isn't on FAUOutRadio.com, this is where that is where my show will be next semester. His show will be next semester as well as hopefully some other shows we got going on. FAU Out Radio is actually doing a really good job at growing. We've been having meetings every single week. The the people that uh, have positions here that are in charge. We've been even though I slept through the meeting yesterday. Oh, sorry, no. sorry, Luke, um, <laughs> if you're listening to this. Um, yeah, so great, great things going on. So again, Ryan, thank you very much for coming on the show today. Thank you all very much for listening. Please like, please subscribe. I hope everybody here has a great rest of your day. Take care, everybody.